it's Darvini, and welcome to my tropical table. I'm going to bring to you some of the tropical fruit that we went to earlier today to the farmer's market, the tropical farmer's market. And we have a couple of special things that only come from this area and from the tropics. So this is a tropical or Florida avocado as we call them. And this is a hot avocado, which is what most people are used to or know about. These tropical avocados, and they're delicious, and they have a beautiful green inside them, beautiful color, like they look dark out here. And look at them, how beautiful they are inside. Look at this delicious color. It is said that there are up to 50 different type of varieties of avocados. It's a tropical avocado. And I have seen avocado trees where the avocados are going to be this big. They hang like giant pears. And I've also seen avocados the size of this seed right here, super small with a tiny seed inside it. Now these tropical avocados are, um, taste very different than a Haas avocado. This is right here. And these have half the fat and a third of the calories. So these are, have a little more, bit more of a watery consistency, but they're delicious with olive oil, salt, and key lime, tropical key lime, which we love down here. And, um, but basically, you can eat these as many as you want. It has all the healthy fats, all the omegas, but it has less fats than the other ones. So you can eat these and feel more fulfilled. Now, I prefer these in salads as opposed to guacamole, but they are a great addition to any one of your salads or any of your tropical meals or any meal that you'll be eating with anything. The latest craze that everyone loves lately is the dragon fruit. We saw dragon fruit farms. These are delicious. These are pink magenta that match my dress. Dragon fruit. We saw that. These beautiful colors. I just love the colors. Look at that. Florida colors that I love. You find it in the bucadilla. You find it in the fruit. And the dragon fruit. Look at this. We saw so many farms yesterday with growing these dragon fruit. Where before they weren't really growing them here. They were growing in people's backyards. And now there's like plantations and miles and miles of these. They're beautiful. Look, I love the color. The colors are just insane. Look at the colors together. Look at that. And they match my table. I didn't plan that. I didn't plan them to match the table. But look how that beautiful that looks. So that's the artist in me that loves these beautiful pinks. Um, here we have some sugarcane, sugarcane juice. This is what sugarcane looks like. Actually, sugarcane grows really long, really tall. So it could be as tall as me or even taller. And this is just a little cut piece. And it's delicious. Sugarcane has to be um, juiced to drink, but it's absolutely delicious to add as a natural sugar instead of a processed sugar. If you need sugar in any of your smoothies or if you want them or anything, it's better to have this type. And it goes right through the juicer. Tamarindo. Tamarindo, I have a tamarindo tree in my yard. And tamarindo looks really ugly, but if you open it up, it has this seed inside it. And you make tamarind tree. Now, tamarind, tamarind tea, I mean, tamarind tea is really good for the kidneys. And um, you make the tea, kind of boil it up, drain it, put the tea. You can drink this up to three days before it starts fermenting and turns into alcohol. So this is really good for your kidneys and also really yummy. It tastes really, really sweet if you eat these. They're deliciously sweet. The tea is excellent as well. Then we have the mangoes. And the mangoes, we, um, in Florida, it is known that there's about 30 varieties of mangoes, dozens of varieties. In fact, there's even a mango festival here in the month of July, which is amazing because people come in with all their different varieties of mangoes and with their different chutneys and salsas and different things. And they come in all varieties of sizes as well and different flavors. They're delicious. So more on the tropical fruit. We have key lime. Who doesn't love key lime? Key lime grows abundantly all over South Florida. And because I'm in the Keys, we're right where the tropics, real tropics really begin. So a lot of these fruit that I'm showing you do not grow 
25 or 30 miles north of here. So maybe 15 miles north of here. But these key limes are so delicious. They're tiny. They have a different taste or flavor than limes. And they make delicious um, key lime pie. And also they're really good for vinaigrettes or any kind of salad dressing. They give it a different uh, little lift to them. Okay, here's one of my new favorites, Guayana, Guavana, Guayanava. And this is also known as soursop. And soursop, this is really, it tastes almost like juicy fruit, but it's got the consistency of banana, so it's great to make ice cream with. Great to put inside a very uh, thick, delicious smoothie if you want something to be super thick. But remember, you must take the seeds out. This is something you don't want to really eat. And the soursop leaves are uh, what many say are helped an anti-cancerous tea. So many of my friends that live right down the street are growing these in their backyards to make the teas, the leaves, into a tea for anti-cancerous. So I've got some of those leaves hanging upside down in my kitchen that I grind into a tea that I put inside my dar water, which um, has all different types of teas in my dar water. So back here we also have mame. Mame is a funny fruit. Um, this is a ready-to-go mame. You pick them hard, very uh, stiff, and then you eat them when they're this ripe. They have a beautiful orange color. Again, look, it matches my table. Didn't do this on purpose. But these are delicious. They are a cross between, I'd say, maybe um, a banana and a sweet potato because they have this consistency. They're, they're very sweet. They're very uh, thick for a smoothie, so they give you that fullness that bananas give you inside a smoothie. And they're very sweet, they're very colorful, and they're delicious. Delicious inside smoothies. I just love these combinations of colors that I get <laughs> when I'm opening up these uh, tropical fruits because the colors are so beautiful. I want to wear them. Besides just eat them, I want to wear them. And yes, remember that all beautiful colors originate in nature. right? Even the best artists can't really imitate this. This is just nature because it'll never be even though all these um, dragon fruits are pink inside or magenta inside they'll never be the exact same color in two of them that's the beauty of nature the next thing I'm going to show you is how to open a tropical coconut coconut water is the latest craze here in the United States and so the coconut not only is the coconut water good for you but so is the coconut meat so it is said that someone can survive on a tropical island just by eating the coconut that has enough to hydrate you and feed you for days and weeks. So you can actually live off these if you eat the meat inside it and you drink the coconut water. So I want to make sure this one has water because some of them don't always have water. Um, let's see which one has the most water to open it. I've got this handy little tool. So okay, so the way to use this is you take right here, there's like a, fl a flowering bud here. You take this off like that, right? It comes off. I'll do it again on this coconut. If you want to see how this comes off, it comes off right like this. You go around it. And this coconut was picked probably a little bit too early. Take this off. go like that. There's the flower part. Comes off. And this is a green coconut. See how this one's not ready? This was picked too ripe. This one is picked perfectly right here. So we'll see if one has juice or one doesn't. Then you're going to dig in right inside. Go right in with it. This this way. There we go. Turn it around. Tastes like opening a bottle of wine with a corkscrew. All right. This comes out. And 
that's the part of the brown part of the coconut that you see. Let's see if this one has water. This one, oh, I don't think it has water, does it? No, nope, it was empty. You could tell. Yeah, this one has water. Okay, this one's good. Aha! Here we go. Just like opening a bottle of wine, here's the cork. Corkscrew, just like the cork in the wine. And here we go. Here's some delicious, fresh coconut water. Yay! Now, what I love doing with this is adding a dab of key lime, tiny little dab of key lime, and of course some ice cubes, or not, and delicious. Voila. Mmm. Wow. This tastes so good. Mmm. C'est bon. This is one of my favorite tables to set, and I have so many themes that I love doing, but basically it's the colors. These colors just bring me to life. I love the colors. I love the pinks, the orange, the blues, and I love the mix of colors, because sometimes we see tables that are just monotone or one color, but here you could bring anything together. And why I love this table or this setting is because it's for many, many people. And because of the mix of the elephants, the tigers, the peacocks, the birds, uh, the animals, it kind of brings you on a journey, right? And so dinner and food is like a journey. You bring back recipes and food from all over the world, the exotic food that grows um, in the tropical climates to the food that grows in the winter climates or in different climates. You bring that back, it's the journey that you go on. And when you have people over for dinner and you bring people over to your table, to your home, and you create a tablescape, it's like creating a landscape. And it's a journey, you bring people on a journey. You bring people on a journey with food, with stories, with uh, conversations and things that you bring back. Like I say I love bringing back things from my travels. And there's always a story behind my table settings, a story behind my dinner, and a story behind my food. And most importantly is that you wanna make your guests feel special no matter who they are, no matter what you set or how you set your table. What's important is that you come from your heart and you let them feel special and you bring them on a journey. So with that said, I'd like to close on that note. And anytime you have people over, bring them on a journey, tell them a story, and bring them on a journey through food, through place settings, and through a story. And voila, bon appétit, au revoir.